Hi, how the devil are you? T. David here, uh, bringing you bringing you in, landing the plane. Jeez, you wouldn't be filled with a lot of confidence <laughs> if you heard that. Hi, this is the pilot here, uh, bringing you uh, landing. I'm going to land the plane. Yeah, I'm just fine. But watched Masters of the Air. It's good. Band of Brothers bought planes, and it's very good. You know, uh, we were watching it, and Terry was all like, why are they flying in such tight formation? Uh, wouldn't they just get picked off? And I said, Terry, look, let me explain something to you. Um, your little pea, little, your little, this is what some blokes know about, right? Your little pea uh, diplodocus brain that you got there, right? Uh, you were born with it, right? No, no, no shade, right? Um, you know, no. <laughs> you want to be, you want to be flying in tight formation because they've all got machine guns. So you want to have the best possibility of firing in all cylinders. Uh, if anyone were to come close to you, um, and she's, oh yeah, I suppose you would. Well, there you go. See, I'm a genius military tactician mind that I realized that they did also say it like moments before, but she was looking at her phone. But I played it off like I knew exactly what you would do. And I said, I'm a genius military mind. And she laughed too hard. She laughed too hard at the idea that I would be a military mind. And I have to say, I, I've kind of made my peace with the fact that I would be an awful soldier. Um, but there's something about seeing a bunch of men in the army, you know, in the in the Air Force, in the in the armed forces. That I was like, Shut it actually it irks me now how bad I would be, you know, it irks me how bad I would be. And I was even said to Terry, I was like, look, that shit's no joke. I've played um, flying games, um, even Star Wars uh, Rogue Squadron or uh, fuck, even Lila Wars, and uh, it's tough. It's tough. It is tough when you have to shoot. And I'm like, and you know me, babes, I'm very good at games. I'm shy at those games, so I can only imagine. You know, um, she was not, she was not impressed. I'm I tell you, I'm hooked on staying up very late at the moment. I'm hooked on it, hooked on staying up too late to two o'clock in the morning, and then waking up to the inconvenience of being a father. And that's no way to live. That is no way to live. So I'm, I'm knocking that shit on the head. I've dusted off my Nintendo Switch. I'm going to start going to bed at 10. Maybe tuck it into a nice game that'll send me to sleep, like Disco Elysium or something like that. And then kind of like, you know, pass out next to me, young fella. Still in the bed with him. Still in the bed. Still in the bed and the little one said roll over. Um, that's what I'd be saying to him. Poor little young fella. He's there, he's there in his bed. He's fast asleep. He's always asleep in my spot when I get in. Um, and I'm just hoofing him in his sleep. And last night he was like, uh, I was moving him and he was still asleep and I'm lifting him up and putting him over to the other side of the bed. And he's like, I need that pillow. I need that pillow. And I'm like, he must be having crazy nightmares. Maybe that he's in the air. Highly recommend Masters of the Air. Uh, you can find it on Apple. And I kind of thought that like, Band of Brothers feels, when was Band of Brothers? Was it 2001? Was it just before we turned on America for the um, 
military-industrial complex Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers, 2001. Yeah. I mean, I didn't... September 9th, 2001 is when the first episode aired. Oh, my God. So, do you know what I mean? This was when it couldn't have come at a better time, you know? Uh, people are watching Band of Brothers. They're seeing, you know, uh, you know, they're getting hype for the evil. It was probably an easy time. You know, the evil of the Nazis. The evil of the Saudi-backed um, uh, Al-Qaeda mercenaries. Um, you know, the Saudi Arabian-backed Ah, will they kill me? No, people say that. People know that now, don't they? Um, and so my thought was, will this thing, has this thing aged poorly, you know? Like, I couldn't sit through American Sniper. I can't really sit through anything. Even watching the traitors and, you know, a couple of lads have, uh, uh, you know, done a bit of time in the military, you know, and they were very good at the tasks. And I don't respect the British military, the British Army, of course, you know. I will never wear a poppy. Um, unless we're talking about Princess Poppy from the Trolls movie, which my young fellow is obsessed with. I might wear a pin of Princess Poppy, voiced by Anna Kendrick, to make him happy, but not the uh, red flower one. Not at all. But I'm watching the trailers and I'm like, Harry, mate, I like you. I fancy you. I don't. But I cannot, you know, I kind of just look at people in the, in, um, in the military as kind of like, I've uh, I've sympathy for you. You know what I mean. I have sympathy for the fact that for you there didn't appear to be another option, and I've sympathy for the fact that you are kind of sold a bill of goods on um, freedom and liberty. Um, and I don't really know, anything, to be honest, <laughs> about the military. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there prob- there probably are good military uh, campaigns. They're probably you know. With a bunch of lads going into Rwanda, uh, saying, "Hey, maybe don't kill each other, lads." You know, maybe we just, and we can do here to kind of quell this civil war. Do you know what I mean? Um, ah, don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I feel like uh, I don't. I don't really. Uh, I think it's a foolish sacrifice, but it's the way of the world, I guess. That you need some military. I don't know. Hey. I don't expect to have the answers. I don't expect to have the answers. But um, speaking of trolls, Young Fla, the Young Fla is so fucking obsessed with trolls in the moment, the trolls movies. And they are DreamWorks, uh, are they Universal as well, maybe? I don't know. They're like uh, kind of jukebox musicals, got loads of songs in them. You know, the one he likes to play a lot is the one that has is a mashup of Gangnam Style, Who Let the Dogs Out? wannabe by the Spice Girls as well as in there I mean it actually in the movie is played for laughs in that how can we give you the most dilutedly obnoxious and abrasive pop experience in in two minutes or less and this is the song that he likes to listen to all the time and I'm trying to tell him you know there are actually songs that this movie's pulling from I'm trying to give him the real OG shit I'm like Alexa play the Spice Girls early. you know so I'm showing him wannabe by the Spice Girls and um, he's not interested. He's like, what troll is singing right now? And I have to lie to his face. Yeah, Princess Poppy singing this. You know, there's one that's trolls just want to have fun. Um, inspired by girls just want to have fun. Play the Cindy Lauper version. He hated it. He's like, where's Branch? 
Where's Branch coming in here? That's also been quite difficult in this house. We're not we're 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 not Jay, uh, Justin Timberlake stands in this house, as you know. I'll never forgive him for what he did to Janet's tit. Um, so to for him to love Branch the troll, voiced by Justin Timberlake. Yeah, look, set up pipes on him. We know this. We know this. Okay, but we we cannot forgive his busy hand and his um his closed mouth that he never spoke up. This boy from the heartlands. He could have quelled all the hate of the Super Bowl or at least had it spread over to him. This woman never worked again because he pulled her tit off, famously. Uh, the covering of her tit. Off. You know, I want to pull her tit off. I'm quoting uh, face off there, but I'm not saying it in a good way. Um. So then we have this karaoke machine. I told my dad, right? I told my dad. And he, and he said, totally understood. I said, Dad... Um, we're uh, sustainable. I don't know, whatever you know. We are, we are in our hearts, a very sustainable household, and we also know what he's like. You know, if he gets like a, you know, a box of magnet tiles where you can kind of build with that are kind of condensed to the one box and don't take up a lot of space are just as, you know, he enjoys those just as much as any kind of big set piece, you know. My dad's great for it. My dad's great for it. Let me give you the, what, you know, let me give you the, he would be, you know, he wants to buy the equivalent of the Castle Grayskull in whatever IP we're talking about here, you know. If it's Jurassic Park, he builds, he, he, he gets him like the super ginormous T-Rex that you can put little Jurassic Park figurines on the back of, which, to be fair, I've a fucking great fun with. What's great about it is he's got a little trigger on his tail, like a gun. And when you squeeze it, his mouth opens and he roars and he let it go and he chomps down. And I've been chomping. Like this, this boy was two, you know. And I've been, I was chomping, lads. I was all like, no, no. And the T-Rex comes in like, ah, rah, 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 And he's like, yes, fucking yes. Because I get it, you know. He's two, but he still has a bloodlust like anyone else, you know. So it's good crack seeing dinosaurs eat people. Um... And so he got him that, but then he also got him like the the Paw Patrol, um, Lookout Tower, you know, the Adventure Bay, Mighty Pups, Lookout Tower. My poor little brother Ben was spent all fucking Christmas putting it together, you know, um, and that's great. Now it does take up like a seventh of the room, you know, so that was very nice of him. But I did, I did say, look, look, something small. Do you know what I mean? Not going to take up too much space. And he's like, totally understood, absolutely, son. Shows up with with a box that you could fit five sunnies in, you know. Um, and also a karaoke machine, which we've been getting great crack out of, to be fair. And it's really good. Again, huge. Again, huge. Um, but it's been a lot of crack. You know, it's just connected via, via Bluetooth. It's got a little ridge on it so you can put your phone up there. We're we're putting uh, Spotify up there with the lyrics, you know. I would prefer the instrumentals, but um, with the greatest respect to my family. Um, my wife and kids, they're having a fucking note in their heads between them. They're having a note in their heads between them. Now, Terry's actually, no, Terry's, Terry had, Terry's able to find, Terry left to her own devices, has a very good voice, you know. Um, she finds it hard to recreate exactly the notes that she hears. But, you know, she has the ability. It's nice sounding, you know. But, um, so we were trying to sing some songs, but he only wanted to sing troll songs. So I had to turn, um, you know, it was easy to do with girls because we just, I, I was singing girls just want to have fun, but I just kept saying, trolls just want to have fun. Um, 
And um, I've had to do that a couple of times, change songs, you know. Trolls on film. Dun, 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 dun. Trolls on film. Dun, 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 dun. And he's like, wow, this is a great song. Because I said trolls, you know. Trolls, trolls, trolls. So that kind of thing. Like He's liking all that. Um, and because one of the Trolls movies features a rock troll, they have different musical genres, you know, I've gotten them into Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train, they sing that in it, so, and that's verbatim, they don't incorporate the word trolls there, it's like going on, going off the rails on a crazy troll, you don't have to do that, it's still train, so that's handy, you know, um, but I've had to do that, I don't know if I've told, talked about this already, um, about Patrick Stump, from Fallout Boy has essentially maybe the second best Fallout Boy album that you've not listened to. And it is the official music of Spidey and his amazing friends. I know it is a dad heavy right now, but you know, this is just what's on my mind right now. Patrick Stump, lead singer and songwriter from Fallout Boy, does the music for the Disney Plus animated show for literal babies. Uh, Spidey and his amazing friends. It's not canon. I personally do not like how flippant they are with the multiverse in this show. In this show, there is a team of spider people because uh, you've got Gwen, you've got Miles Morales and Spider-Man. It's kind of into the Spider-Verse, but it's kind of Sony free. It takes some of the imagery from Spider-Verse and I don't know how they got away with it, but essentially, I suppose Sony are, because you know the difference, there's a split between Disney and Sony and Sony put out Spider-Verse independent of Disney because they have the movie rights of Spider-Man. You know all this, I've talked about this a lot. But then to take what they did, they've done, they do not have the, the, the rights on TV shows. So they've put out this TV show. Anyway, Patrick Stump has some fucking amazing tunes. They are wall-to-wall, like, some of the best Fallout Boy tunes you'd ever hear. Um, and then we were listening to him, me and Jordan were in the car. We were coming back from Thunderland, and we were playing... Um, I was showing Jordan the songs, and he's like, "These are fucking incredible." And then we were like, just playing Fall, you know, you know, Hey Siri, play some Fallout Boy. Um, and then we were just listening to Fallout Boy, and Sonny was getting a bit right, and he's all like, "What's this to do with Spider Man?" And I'm like, "You know, here, you know, we're going down, any around, and Spider, we're going down swinging." You know, there was enough in that that he was like, "Okay, fine, this is a Spider Man song," but it's insane that you have to. Do- I mean, is this life? Is this life that I have to sing my favorite songs? by incorporating various million-dollar IP into it. I mean, if I want to listen to them, yes, it is, you know. But um, what else is going on? So, yeah, I, I tell you, I'm in a bit of a Patrick slump myself. I've not been eating particularly well. I mean, I've already talked about this on Pig Watch recently, but... Had a whole multi-pack of snack bars there the other day. Whole multi-pack. My heart didn't know what to do, beating on my chest, you know. It was a, the fifth one was amazing, believe it or not. I had six. The fifth I was still going. I'm like, this is incredible. This should be illegal. It felt so naughty, you know. Um, eating a whole pack of fucking, and that's probably the better way to to do it. I've done it before. Got and got like a multi pack of Moros and eating them all. Um, that's too much now, you know. But a small like, you never eat that many like club milks or snack bars, you know could be in some office and they're just there on the table and you're like, I've got fucking six snack bars here. You know? You cannot get the taste of chocolate out of your... I'm a bit hungry. I'm a bit hungry. Can't get the taste of chocolate out of your mouth. Um, 
You know, you think, well, is this what I have to taste forever? Because if so, I'm fine with this. My favorite snack bar is the purple snack bar. I'm glad to see that the pink snack bar has died a death. That is gone. Wafers are gone. But now, you know, wafers, wafers were there to protect you from yourself. You know, it was like, I know, I know you want this much chocolate and you probably prefer a wafer wasn't in there, you know. Um, wafer was just like the, the little, the, the Catholic filler, you know. It's something to do, it must be something to do with the Eucharist, right? Just wafers on everything. It's just, this is just fucking, you know, too, too little, um, you know, do you ever, you, you know, you, you go to your, your aunt's house and get a slab, should have like a slab. Ice cream only comes in buckets now, beforehand it used to be a slab. Like, it looked like, it looked like packed cash, you know, like bank slabs of cash. You'd get that in uh, in your HB or your walls, and you'd cut it into a little uh, cuboid, and put two wafers on the top. People fucking love their wafers. It's like let me get let me get more of that Eucharist here in my ice cream, um, and then you'd have your snack bars, things with wafer on the inside. It was filler. It was Catholic filler, so that you didn't you know indulge too much in the sin of ice cream or chocolate. You know, I mean, you look at a pink snack bar, it looks like a timeout. It looks like a twirl, but it is not. But it is not. It's full of shit. It's full of shit. You'd have the same reaction. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but before I used to drink water, which is only a recent thing. You know, I would drink, hey, my namesake, soft drinks, right? I'd be drinking Coke a lot. Um, Wasn't drinking any any water. And my brother would occasionally, if we'd run out, we'd say we had seven up in the fridge. I'd be like, oh, will you give me a drink and maybe give me um, what I thought was seven up. And I was like, what's that, seven up? And like, yeah, like, oh, lovely. Look, look, getting ready to tuck in and then just sip it and it's water. And it would almost, it, you know, it wasn't even that water was bad. It was just this, the foreign, you know, the expectation of what you expected. And then have this foreign liquid in your mouth, this, you know doesn't belong here. I don't mind water. I will drink it when I'm very thirsty. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to the pub and I'm thirsty, I've got to have water, bro. That, 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 you know, talk about split the fucking G. You'd be splitting your head open at the bar drinking at that pace if you don't have a bit of water beforehand, you know? So that's the same when you bit into a pink uh, snack bar. You take a bite of it and be like, oh, I'm expecting, you know... Will it be a lovely bit of caramel here from a Twix? Even a Twix, you could be convinced. Is it? Is this, is this any good? This is awful. This is awful. <laughs> no, but you know, you get the two fingers, two chocolate fingers, and you know, you've got your twirl, you've got your Twix, your timeout, and then your your pink snack bar, and you'd bite into one, being like, "Oh, is this going to have the?" Um, it's just going to be nothing but flaky, delicious chocolate, like a twirl. Ideal situation. Is it going to be a bit of biscuit and um, and caramel? You know, in in the form of um, hang on, Timo has a wafer in it, does it? I don't even fucking know what's going on anymore. Timo, Timo is a pink snack bar. Twix is the biscuit. Timo is wafer, isn't it? But it has a thick ridge. 
And then twirl, of course, is biscuit with a bit of caramel in there. Twix. You just... They're there, like, they're... Are they selling chocolate bars as much as they used to? My stepdad um, went into the local shop one time. And I always think of this whenever I see the display of um, of confectionery at a shop. Because beforehand, it was like, well, you got to get one of these. No fucking way you're not getting one of these. But I don't know if they're, if the turnover of stock is as strong as it used to be. Because I'm not buying them. Not the way I used to. Back in the day, back in the day, you'd be given a couple of pounds and that was your meal. The chocolate bar was your burger. The crisps was your carb uh, chips or a kind of a rice. Um, you know, the, 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 the meat would be the chocolate bar, essentially. And then you'd have a can of Coke. And that is no way to live. But it was the best way to live. You know, you'd have the side dish. The main would be the chocolate bar. And um, side being a crisp. And then the drink. But my anyway, I always think of this. I feel like they're still in such a prominent spot for how little they they may sell, you know. But now it's all fucking grenade. I need to know how much protein's in my bar now, you know. This this bar says grenade on it, so you know that's good. That must be good for me, actually. Um, but anyway, my stepdad. There was kids uh, getting pissed outside uh, outside their 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 mazgaf, and. Um, and he was getting wound up about this because they were underage, you know. And he's a very pure man, very pure of heart. And so he went into the shop and he was like, you're selling those kids alcohol. And I know they are because I'm seeing them come out here to the local shop. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, like, I don't want to see these kids having alcohol anymore. They're pissed up and down the streets, you know. And they were like, whatever. Uh, he saw it again. And they were getting fairly fucking rowdy. In fact, they set my, my man's bin on fire, right? So he goes into the shop and he's like, I fucking told you to stop selling booze to those kids. And he reefed, he reefed the shelves off the front table. Because those are just shelves. They come off. It's not built in. They just sit there. Maybe they're screwed in. And he reefed them off. Chocolate bars all over the fucking floor. You know? He's, got, he's, he's old school. You know, he's got that kind of vigilante justice. You know? I wouldn't see Batman doing that, to be fair. Swear to me! Ah, oh, you fucking prick! I fucking twigged it out over the ground. You know, um, but yeah, he's a strong sense of justice. My stepdad, um, but yeah, are, are they really getting the same turnover? You know, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a shadow of their former self. You know, the news agents. You know, jellies and all that. Uh, you'd have your jellies. <laughs> You'd have your nudie magazines. Ah, uh, let me tell you something. Back in my day, you'd go in there and this would be your dinner. You'd have a, a twirl. You'd have a packet of uh, buffalo hunky dories. You'd have a can of Coke. you get all that for a pound. And with the rest of your money, you'd buy uh, an FHM magazine. You'd have a wee little fap on the way home. You'd be having a wank. <laughs> after buying a magazine with girls in it. So now you've got everything on your own, you know. But back in my day, son, you'd be waiting, you'd be counting down the days, you know. And the magazines, it was, <laughs> they would say, they might say April FHM, and you'd be like, oh, boy, I thought it was March. I thought we were in March. 
am I reading an, a magazine about ladies' tits from the future, you'd say. <laughs> but then I realised that it was, they put them out a month in advance, so you feel like you're buying, you're, you're buying a new one, so that you'd buy the one and if you saw it said March you'd be like well it is March I'll buy that and then if you said if you saw that it said April you'd be like I'll buy that one as well you know even though you're even though you're in March yeah I probably don't remember this one um there was more I mean I know I'm on I know this is my fucking hill to die on the permeation of nudity kind of blended into our media would be you know an ideal situation I mean I can't I can't get over I can't get over how segmented and private uh, you know, uh, kind of a bit of horny devilment is. Do you know what I mean? It's so confined. You know, it shouldn't be wrapped up in the personal, private browsing. The same way you're looking at, you know, everyone's walking around with their own little like reality, their own little channel. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's walking around. You know, we're all we're all we're all we all show up. You know, we show up for work. We're like, hey, how you doing? We sit on the couch, we kind of meet in the middle somewhat of what we're watching, whoever we're in the room with, you know. Ah, oh, we watch the trailers, great. Love the trailers, you know. Will we watch Love Island? We watch Late Late, you know. These are things that, you know, are on that we can enjoy together. But then in private, you know, I'm not going down the fucking little deplorable little smut path, you know, but in private... Because this is what I actively look at all the time. I suppose my favorite choice is, you know, Turkish barber videos, as I keep talking about, you know, uh, people re-reviewing 80s retro toys. Show me all the little bits that come in, you know, a Michelangelo from Turtle Samurai set. And he's got little Death Stars here and he's got little, he's got his, his hand itself has 16 points of articulation. I'm like, unreal, unreal, that's class. That's class. Me watching MK, MK uh, MKBHD reviews of the Apple Vision Pro. Do you know what I mean? Like this is my fucking prime time. If I see that MKBHD, Marcus Marquez Brownlee, is reviewing the new Apple VR headset, and it's half an hour long, like that's that's my trailer's finale. Do you know what I mean? And we're all walking around. We we're connected, you know. But we all live also in our spare time. We go in, we go into this little. This little private world, you know, this little private world of entertainment where we are essentially watching our first, our, our favorite things, you know, our favorite things. Which is why I have to say, I mean, I'm, my video output is not nearly what it used to be. Is what I found so flattering about getting views on, on Instagram or even people listening to podcasts. It occupies the same space, you know. Killers of the Flower Moon is three and a half hours long. And if someone chooses to listen to my podcast, you know, people are actively choosing to listen to this, which is a mistake, <laughs> rather than watch Killers of the Flower Moon or Masters of the Air or whatever you might, you know, do. There's not enough prestige put on the private browsing entertainment. You know, it is still occupying time, supplying dopamine. Um... But yeah, we all have these alternate people, these kind of like algorithmically generated avatars. Um, how do I start talking about this? Yeah, and what also kind of lives within that space is sexuality for some people, you know? 
which is a uh, which isn't great. That's if there's anything. Not to say you should be brought more to the fray. Like people need to be all sexier walking around or whatever. Maybe they do. I don't know. Like imagine if I, after watching so many videos of your man Owen Reardon, is that his name? Guy from Cork just uses hand tools to make loads of little carpentry bits. Imagine I'm watching all these videos and then I'm there in a room with a bunch of wood. I could hurt myself. I could hurt myself. And that's the same way people are learning in private, you know, about sex and porn and all that and all that stuff. You know what I mean? I could hurt myself if all of a sudden I'm there like, all right, he's like, all right, here's an axe. And I'm like, well, I've watched enough of these videos. I think I know how this goes. Oh, I've just planed off my own fingers. I've planed off the fingertips. I shouldn't have held the wood with the back of my hand. I shouldn't have held the wood down on the with the back of my hand and then driven a plane over my fingertips. You know? And I'm not talking about a 9-11 plane. <laughs> I'm talking about... Or any kind of plane. I, I'm, ta- I'm talking about, you know, like a wood plane. What am I talking about? Sorry, do you know what it is? I'm in my shed right now, right? Um, I... I, I had a busy week and I didn't get, get a chance to record this um, bonus podcast in in head stuff, and uh, the, like it is, this room's the dirtiest it's ever been. It is absolutely fucking piggity. It is something that if hackers got photos of and threatened to release them, I would be like, just put out the wanking videos instead. I can't, I can't have you. The ones that the ones that you've found by looking in, into my phone. The ones, the ones you found by looking at my front-facing camera, all right? Just put those out instead, okay? In, with sound. I would rather that than you see the fucking state of this place. It, I'd be over. I'd be over. You'd be like, this is... This is Little Piggy Robinson here. Little Piggy Robinson. This sty. Um, I mean, I'm literally staring at a teetering tower of uh, unopened Lego sets... Right, this is the thing. I looking at these. This is like my mate Kathy and her saxophone, just sitting there. I got a fucking um. Well, to be fair to her, it isn't. It isn't the actual Mandalorian ship, you know. It's not like Mando's ship, but it's technically it's Bo-Katan's um, starfighter here. I haven't opened nine and up. Actually, this one nines and up. I also have um. Um, Iron Man's Hall of Armor got a couple of marks in there, you know. Uh, what do you got? You got the Mark, Mark Fifty, Mark Forty One, Mark Five. Little little um, Iron Man sets in there. I'm just looking at all this. Is all this like dream, boys' dream comes true with shed? Still unhappy. <laughs> boys, boy wins Willy Wonka factory. Still. Still, still sad. Uh, grandparents still don't get out of the bed. You know? Do you know? I don't fucking know. I can't focus in here. I'm sorry. But, um, but anyway, no, look. You got the old, uh, bank holiday here on Monday. That's going to be great. Kids will be out of crash. Whatever. We'll have a good day. Hey, well, it's good. It'll be, it'll be good. I like my kids now, actually. So everything's going to be fine. I'm going to have a lovely Monday. Um and um and good Saint Bridget and, and her shawl getting a bit of getting a bit of juice, you know, getting a bit of attention. 
Um, I mean, what kind of man would even say, hey, you can have as much land as your shawl? That would be a huge, like from a from an ordinance standpoint. Oh, well, that actually, that one square meter is fucking hell. Like, no, there was this old bird walking around and she was like, can I have a, some land to build a convent? And I was like, yeah, you can have as much as your fucking shawl. She lays out the shawl. And even if it didn't stop, start growing, it'd be like, yeah, it's like a meter by a meter, but we're not like, doing a fucking that in there. No, there's no chance that fucking dual carriageway happen. That goes straight through your one shawl space. Um, it's a nightmare. I'm very distracted. I'm also having this thing tomorrow, this ADHD chat with a psychiatrist tomorrow. Again, I'll keep you posted next week on how that goes. Um, but I'm fucking, I'm all over, I'm all in my head about it because I'm like thinking, I know I've, I have enough experience of going into rooms with doctors and they don't, you know, they don't pry. No one pries. And, but, uh, you know, the, you have to just give them the information. But I also don't want to be going there with a fucking sales pitch. Do you know what I mean? Because whatever, whatever, whatever the outcome is the right outcome. Do you know what I mean? Whatever the truth is, is the right outcome. Whether I don't have it, I've just been fucking spoofing. Uh, or I do have it. But I don't, you know what I mean? Just feels feels weird, feels weird, because uh, I don't know. What, I, I don't. I I want the truth. I just don't want. I don't. I don't want anything either way. You know. Um, but I don't want to be doing myself a disservice by, you know, going in there with a fucking sales pitch, being like, oh, well, I re- realized this, this, and this at this time, and you know, I need to leave it. Like, do I? Do I need to keep my fucking armchair? Um, medical expertness, expertise. My armchair medical expertise out of a chat like this. But if I don't, are they going to say something to me? I'm a bit nervous. I'm a bit feeling a bit weird. Um, although maybe the fact that I'm so fucking distracted is a is a bit of a tell, you know. But look, who knows? Who's to say? I'll keep you posted. Though, I'll let you know. And look, thanks very much for listening to this pod. This ambling uh, pod about snack bars and nine eleven. You get what you pay for, and uh, thank you very much for paying for this. I love you. All the best. Bye-bye.